Welcome to Ministry Leaders Anonymous. My name is Chris Bartman. And I'm Matt Rice, and we hope to provide a moment of sanity during a busy week of ministry. We've both worked in ministry for over 17 years, and have seen just about everything. And as damaged as we are, we're ready to dive into and bring light to the hurts, hopes, and hungers that every minister has. Hey, special shout out to our friend Alav uh, for the new music in the intro. His album, No Match for Love, can be found on Spotify. Just search Alav, A-L-O-B, and we'll have a link in the show notes. All right, guys, this week we are going to dive into a topic that I think, I mean, every minister deals with measuring their success in some way or another. So we're, we're calling this one immeasurable because we really like can't really tell what kind of an impact we're having on the world. And we want to brace ourselves or, or I guess guard ourselves from undervaluing what we do and then sometimes overvaluing what we do. Um, oh, look how effective I am. Look how great I am. You know, we want to guard ourselves from that as well as beating ourselves up and, and thinking that we're not having any impact at all and we should just quit. So, um, Matt, for you, you've always been inspiring to me. This is our little moment. Hey, I didn't know <laughs> my, this was coming. Thanks, Chris. My, my love for you is immeasurable, <laughs> just like God's love for you. Um, no, but seriously, you've always been inspiring to me because uh, there have been times where I have been... Um, in a scarcity mode, and you've been like, "Bro, calm down. We have a God of abundance." Yeah, like, like yeah. You, you just show, just show up, Chris. Just yeah. show up, and God's going to multiply your efforts and and move it forward in ways. And so, one of the reasons why this came up is because you know we're sitting here, uh, and I, I believe that we're kind of putting ourselves out there uh, with this podcast. Yep. And and sometimes it feels almost like my prayer life, where you're just like. You say a prayer and it, it feel, feels like it fills an empty room. Yep. You know, you're like, yeah. hello, God. You know, um, <laughs> my teenage years, my favorite prayer was, Hail Mary, full of grace, get this acne off my face. <laughs> and uh, and it never worked, you know. So it's just, it kind of feels like that in the podcast. We create something and we push it out there. But we recently got some statistics that there's reach. There's uh, there's people in states that, uh, that I couldn't find on a map. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it, it, it's, it, it's, it's really listening. neat to look at the statistics. Like, I don't know, like we don't, we're not going to dive into like all the details of this or again, like let it go to our heads that we've got listen, listeners in Tunisia, like on, on Africa, people are listening to us in Tunisia, which is just crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got listeners in the Netherlands. Um, and it's like, wow, like this is, this is freaking awesome that God is doing some really cool things through this because you guys, the listeners are sharing this with other people because it's, it's adding value to your life in some way. And so that's definitely lifts Chris and I up and helps us realize, okay, we're doing something that, that God is using to reach into people's lives. Right. But, uh, if someone was to ask, Hey, Chris, how's the podcast going? I would probably say well i'm really enjoying it i don't know if anyone else is enjoying it but i'm really enjoying it and uh and then i had a phone call with a campus minister the other day uh he's at a a catholic school um in kind of the greater area where i'm at and uh and at the end of the conversation he goes oh by the way chris thanks for the podcast yeah i had no idea that uh that this person was listening to the podcast and and really enjoying it and it really spoke to god is taking these efforts, yep, and he is sharing them, multiplying them, making them. Um, the effect is immeasurable. Hashtag topic, you know. So it is the effect is immeasurable, and we have to keep that in mind because there are days in ministry as ministry leaders where you're just like the only thing I can measure right now is my frustration. Yeah, 
Absolutely. or the injustice that exists in my working condition or the lack of support that I feel or the fact that we were two volunteers short of being able to create. And then a teen comes up and says, hey, I know we had a really big group tonight or someone comes up and say, I know it felt chaotic, but this is how the Lord spoke to me. And you're all of a sudden realizing that God is working. Yeah. And and, and I know that I say a lot of times God works through you and God works in spite of you. But I really believe that God works through us in both ways. Like even when it's like, okay, we didn't show up 100%. He took that 15, 20, 80% that we showed up with and he worked through that. You know, hey, Are you trying to connect thing. this to the to the readings for <laughs> this past Sunday or like, what are you doing here? No. Um, and, and I think it's real interesting with uh, with this and, and how God's reaching because we think or like maybe this was the beginning of the podcast, you know, oh, we're going to reach out and be able to speak into the lives of ministry leaders from, you know, lead volunteers, you know, all the way up to pastors. We want to, you know, reach these ministry leaders. And then we get a call from uh, like a rocket scientist, like an aerospace engineer, just saying how the last three podcasts really reach into, you know, something that, that he was going through right now. And I've got another guy who works in IT in installing home audio home, you know, and he's just tells me how, how amazing, you know, the podcast has been for him. It's like, wow, like God's using this, not just to reach into ministry leaders lives, but to reach into, you know, people that we didn't even dream of, of who God would reach. Right. And so in regards to, we were really encouraged by that. Now, Part of the reason why it's it, we were able to be encouraged by it is because, you know, the internet can keep statistics on where the downloads come from for a podcast and things like that. But Matt, in ministry, we can't see junior year of college, the person that we helped receive their first Holy Communion, you know, 15 years later, yeah. all of a sudden remembers that last time that they really experienced God's love was uh, at church and it was because of you or one of your volunteers, you know, and then they go back to church after they hit a hard time. We don't get to see that. That's not measurable. That's not on nope. a, a, on, on a, a demographic somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Google <clears throat> analytics does not show that. <laughs> and I wish it would. I really wish it would because, you know, we do not know. And sometimes we plant the seeds and sometimes we get to be the ones that just break down that hard soil so that someone else can plant the seed. And we're all a part of this bigger process. But my goodness, sometimes... It'd just be good to taste the fruits along with other people, you yeah, know? absolutely. Um, and so as a ministry leader, I want to encourage you to go ahead and recognize that there is a bigger picture, that, that your effect is immeasurable. You don't know what impact it is. And just showing up on the hardest days of ministry makes an impact in someone else's hardest day of their life. And that's important to recognize. Yeah, and what, you, what you've been saying has made me wonder, or is there a way to to look for that fruit and or to ask for that fruit without seeming needy. You know, like I was thinking about like, what if you, like if you've been in ministry for six, 10 years or even three years, you, you're going to have graduates that, that you knew that you spent time with. Why not take them to lunch, you know, or why not do something to connect with them and just have a conversation? Who knows um, and, and, and I'm not saying you're asking them, how did I affect your life? <laughs> how have, how has what I've done like affected your life or anything like that? But that you could sit down and talk with them. And there's a chance that they may say, Hey, um, I, I wrestled with this this past year. And there was something that you said in ministry three years ago, four years ago that really led to that. Or you get to see how they're living their life. And it, it could go both ways. <laughs> they may be living their life in a way that depresses you, 
But like, I, is there a way to do that, to, to look for that kind of, I don't know, to look for that feedback without seeming needy or whatever? Yeah. And, and, and it's interesting because one of, I, I took a, uh, a former teen out to, to lunch. Golly, it must've been about two years or three years ago. They had gone off to college a few years before that. And I asked them how it was going and, and they basically shared, yeah, you know, the habitual sin that I struggled with in high school now defines who I am. Wow. And you know what I mean? So it was, it was super discouraging, um, in regards to that aspect, but there were other, there's other ones that like, you know, someone goes off to, to discern the seminary or the priesthood and you're just like, wait, 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 you didn't say a word in small group, like freshman year, you were such a pain. And now you're thinking about, <laughs> and you would have never thought, you know, so it's, uh, it, it's hard. And, and who knows what 10 years down the road looks like or the impact that it's had on their family or the ripple effect. There is kind of that, the rock that falls into the, the still water and it's got this ripple effect. Wow. So I, I don't know why, I mean, Holy spirit, whatever. Um, <laughs> that sounded very dismissive, but that, that whole, uh, so I was just thinking about how in order to look at your statistics on Google Analytics, you've got to put the code in the website. Um, otherwise, Google Analytics can't track it. Sure. Um, you have to enable the ability to, to track it. And I was like, I wonder if there's a way to do that in youth ministry. And then like almost immediately, uh, the verse of he who puts, you know, the plow to the ground and looks backwards. I forget exactly how the scripture goes, but sure. like, don't look back at what's happening you know, to see, you know, what kind of fruit you're bearing. Um, that's the, at least the gist of that scripture that, that comes to mind. Um, so I don't know if we should even be thinking about this, you know, or talking about this. Um, you know what I'm saying? Well, it's certainly like, an awkward moment middle... for you, me, and the listeners. We're in the middle of the podcast, and maybe we should be changing it. <clears throat> but, I mean, just, this is real. Just just because you can't measure it doesn't mean that it's not happening. Yes. I guess that, that would be the point of... Uh, of, 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 of all of this is even if a lunch with, with a former uh, student or something like that isn't, isn't going to show the fruits that exist. That doesn't mean that the fruits don't exist. Yeah. Um, and, and, and sometimes you just, you just keep running in ministry or keep working in the field and all of a sudden you look next to you and there's someone else's with a plow and they're plowing the vineyard, they're plowing the field. And you're like, Hey, I helped you with confirmation. And here it is six years later, you've graduated college and now you're back to volunteer again. Oh my gosh. And there's these little moments along the way. I do believe that God does give us consolation along the way in ministry. Every ministry leader has something. Yeah. And my sister Gwen, who was on the podcast last week, she actually keeps a little um a little box. I forget what she calls it, like her affirmation box or something. Yeah, we talked like about that. that before on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so and, and so those things are a reminder of just a taste of the unseen reality of ministry, which is efficacious because God is efficacious. Yeah. And he wants to inspire us to keep going in ministry. He knows we're human. He knows we're weak. And we need that, uh, I don't know, that affirmation of what we're doing. And it's, it's also on the spiritual, in the spiritual life, you want that and you need that kind of confirmation that I am on the right path, that I am where God has me. Because um, that's a whole thing about discernment with regards to are you doing what you need to be doing. And having, having fruit kind of be shown to you is part of it is part of what this ministry life is. Yes. And it goes beyond just you're storing up treasures in heaven. I believe that yeah. God gives us consolation here on earth. He, he loves his children now and beyond the grave. You know what I mean? Yeah. On this side of heaven and on heaven's side of heaven. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, 
Yes, there's that uh, confusing term. Um, but then there's the flip side. The whole flip side of this conversation is what if you think that your ministry is the only thing that matters? It's the best thing in the world. You know, yeah. and your ministry might be the biggest ministry in your parish. It might be the most effective ministry in the parish. But but it like if I'm having a youth ministry event and we need the church, do I go ahead and say, hey, let's cancel baptisms for today because youth ministry needs the church? Yeah. No, that'd be ridiculous, right? Yeah. What's what's more important, a youth ministry event or a human being becoming a child of God through the sacrament of baptism? <laughs> yeah, like seriously, like yeah. which one's more important? But but there's been tensions, and there's 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 pride, and there's um, egos, and there's different visions and things like that in in ministry. Um, we we at our at our church we have um, a beautiful facility, and uh, and we try and make it available to. Some of the some of the public, like the police department, recently had had a funeral there, and they utilized the facility, and uh, and it was like some of the best evangelization that we did last year. Yeah. But there was no catechetical content. It was just our community of love opening up to a community that was hurting, that happens to be within our parish boundary, and it yeah. was it was a beautiful example of what evangelization is, even though it didn't look like a program created by Matthew Kelly or you know, didn't have a, an imprimatur to it. Yeah. It was just open up our doors to love a community that exists within our parish boundaries. Yeah. And I, what we're talking about, I guess on this part of the, the podcast is, um, when we get too focused on the measurables or whatever on, and, and think that we're doing great or look at how good we're doing and thought came to mind on this, you know, was no matter what it is that we measure, we really have no idea what's going on. And even if we think what we're measuring is right or is, I don't know, is saying something, the, I don't know, the, I don't want to say the infinitude of the, of the kingdom, but what God's doing, we really have no idea what God's doing. And so no matter what we try to measure, we're actually not measuring what God's doing because you can't do that. Like you actually can't do that. Well, I, I think that's a, that's a dangerous thing. Then why do anything? Yeah. Right. Well, if, and, if God, if God can work in spite of us, why work at all? <clears throat> Sorry for the cough. Um, if God can work in spite of us, why work at all? And uh, I think that the promptings of the Holy Spirit that God does work through us. You know, yeah. so I think that that we can have an idea. I think that what we believe we're doing, we're we're uh, we're preparing for a sacrament or we're teaching a lesson. What God's actually doing is He's changing a family. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? And so yeah. it's 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 both and like God is doing something bigger than we could even imagine, um, but He's using that step, that prompting of the Holy Spirit to teach this lesson, give this talk, experience this prayer time, um, to bring us to that level. Yeah, and I think what I'm getting at is a conversation you and I had years ago, just about large churches being lulled into a sense of accomplishment because they have large numbers. And you and I talked about, well, yeah, that's a, I mean, 300 kids at a youth night, that's amazing. But if you have a 10,000 family parish, that's not amazing. That's actually right. kind of pathetic. Right. Um, and, and that's like, nobody ever looks at it that way. You know, they look at, the, you're measuring the wrong number. And does that make sense? That's kind of what I was getting at. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, no, I'm with you now. Yeah. And so you could have a 400 parish, um, a four family parish, have 60 kids coming at night and that's like 60% of the high school, you know, or 50% of the high school that's there at your Yeah, the, youth the, night. the, two, the 2A high school, and you've got half the school there. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and that's amazing. Um, 
and then you have a, a 10,000 family parish, you've got 300 kids coming, you've got 2% of the high school, you know, of the local high school who's coming or something like that. I, I, I've, that, that math isn't exact, but um, that's not, does that make sense? Like we can get lulled into a sense of accomplishment depending right. on what numbers or whatever, whatever measurables we're putting in there. But, but, but I think uh, it's just in regards to the process. I think that we're using measurables to talk about how measurables shouldn't be used. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so it's, it's so hard um, because we do numbers, numbers matter. Yeah. They, they do, they do matter. If, if all of a sudden we're losing more people in our congregation than we are bringing into the congregation, then there's a sense of disengagement that needs to be addressed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, and that's, that's a dangerous thing. But at the same time, if you've got, um, three kids show up to your, your religious education class or your faith formation class, and you're supposed to have 12, don't cancel the class yeah. Love those three kids Absolutely. and impact three families. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and recognize that just because there's three kids, there are three youths, three students, whatever, that you're not just impacting three kids, you're impacting three families. And we have to see, we have to see the multiplier, which is God and the Holy Spirit coming into. Oh yeah. 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 Absolutely. So like, and I was just thinking about, so going back to the podcast stats just a little bit, I was kind of marveling a little bit at the, at the States. So we've got 31 States that where downloads of our podcasts have been in. Like, that's pretty cool. Like we're getting close to all 50 States. Come on, Hawaii. (laughs) Like who else is, who else are we missing? Yeah. Um, but is that, are we really in all 31 States or do we have one person traveling to all these States? (laughs) You know, (laughs) cause I know that we have people that travel. I mean, and a lot of people listen to podcasts while they drive. You know, so do we have just a bunch of Texans who have traveled throughout the summer <laughs> to all these other places and listen to a podcast there, you know? It, but I would also consider that a success. You know what I mean? It, <laughs> it blew my mind because I'm like, I just hope my friends don't make fun of me. You know, like, <laughs> and what success for the podcast look for you? I hope that no one makes fun of me, you know? And yeah. so, um, but it, but it's really beautiful. And, and some of the different engagement that we've received from... Uh, from some of our listeners has just been absolutely beautiful. We've been blessed by you guys. And uh, it's rare in ministry that we get to see some of the measurables, but we got to see it here and that's a beautiful gift. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess like what we, what we want to say is something to the effect of like, I don't know, don't get so dependent on measurables that you almost don't want to do ministry if it's not good. Right. If the measurables aren't, aren't giving with you what you need. Um, but when they come, soak them up, write them down, remember them and use them as fuel to keep going. Yeah. And, uh, and know that there's ways to, to lie to yourself with the measurables, Mm. right? Yeah. A a youth ministry program can get 600 people to show up if they gave away an iPad every single Sunday when they gathered. Absolutely. But that might be the wrong reason. So your group of whatever size in your ministry um, maybe there's a depth that's going to go ahead and create disciples that are going to each reach 10 to 12 people as well. And that's going to, all of a sudden, that's going to be the multiplier. Those are the numbers that matter. Yeah. This, the, the way that we storm heaven one soul at a time are the numbers that matter. Absolutely. I like that. Um, because, yeah, like you said, we can lull ourselves into a false sense of accomplishment if we, yeah, get people there for the wrong reason. Yeah. So, well, great. Well, a couple of things in regards to it. First of all, I want to let you guys know that before Matt and I started the show today, 
we were we were cracking up. We were laughing at each other and, and things like that. <laughs> um, you get to see some of that at, at uh, our patrons from Patreon. Is it dot com or dot org? Com. <laughs> I got to quit. You're so trying. good at this. I got to quit trying. But uh, but anyway, so so that, so that uh, that is something we have a lot of fun at the beginning, and so you can kind of experience the joy in our in our voices, and that's because we were cracking up right before we started, and we were praying right before that. So yeah, um, absolutely. If you want to see us, I, I don't want to say Ministry Leaders Anonymous live, but there is going to be an opportunity where you can actually see Matt Rice and I um, in person. Uh, yeah. At uh, the Dallas Ministry Conference. Now, the Dallas Ministry Conference takes place uh, in Dallas. Shocking, um, and that's gonna. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Big, what a twist! Um, it's gonna take place uh, October 11th through the 13th up in Dallas. And Matt and I each have. Uh, we're gonna be giving presentations together, both on the 11th. Forgive me, on the 12th and the 13th on that Friday and Saturday. Come check us out. One of them is uh, reaching beyond the pew. It's gonna talk about how do we reach families in the midst of our world today with the message that is so vital. And the other one is going to be kind of a roundtable workshop on volunteers. So how do we go ahead and bring out the genius of our volunteers and, uh, and, and, and retain, sustain, and empower them to build disciples? So that's going to be an October Dallas Ministry Conference. We also have... While you um, were wait, wait, while you were talking, I, I just had... A, a, it's not a novel idea, but um, what would it take for us to do something live? Well, that's a novel idea. I mean, we've got two months, you know, or something like that, you know, to, to plan it. We can figure this out. Yeah. Um, we, and, and how many people would we need to have, like, show up and say, hey, I'll be there, you know, um, whether it's at a bar or at someone's house. I don't know. I'm thinking uh, open bar. <laughs> Ministry leaders after dark. Yes. It would be. Uh, it anyway, would be so, I mean, yeah. be, like, stay tuned for that. We may, you know, be doing an actual Ministry Leaders Anonymous live in Dallas in October. And and for those of you who have friends in October, I'm in October. I wonder how many people tuned out when we started talking about promotional stuff and have just missed out on a really funny like segment of. <laughs> for those of you of who us. have friends in October, congratulations! <laughs> in Dallas, if you have friends in Dallas, get them get them to be listeners, and that way uh, they can come join the fun uh, when we're up there in October. There you um, go. Yeah, other thing is uh, Next Level Ministry in a Blaze will be at Fullness of Truth in San Antonio, and that's coming up uh, the weekend of the 25th this month in August, August 25th. So, um, yeah, and, I mean, you 25th. can, if you want to sign up for that, I know that they they still have spots available, fullnessoftruth.com, I'm pretty sure is what it is. Um, and, and that's an awesome thing. We run the youth track there. Um, and it's a great conference. They're all over, uh, I think, the state of Texas. So. Yeah, but this location, in my opinion, is the best because oh, it's yeah. kind of this resort hotel. Um, it's not just about the conference. It's also a great experience for families. So yeah, if absolutely. you are a Texan and you need a, a good day trip, staycation, or whatever, come check us out. We'll be there. Matt Mahar. Uh, <laughs> I always over, overpronounce the H. He's Canadian, but he'll be all the way down in Texas for that as well. He'll be one of the artists featured at the Fullness of Truth. And we'll have these details in the show notes. Anything else, Chris? Um, no, other than just uh, just this week at some point, I want you guys to go ahead and uh, not look backwards, but look forward to what would this upcoming semester, what would it look like for God to go ahead and multiply that in the future? And so what does it mean when you're going ahead and preparing oh, the curriculum or the parent meeting handouts or whatever it is to think two years from now, five years from now, uh, the gospel takes root in this because of this experience or whatever. What does that look like for their family or the ripple effects? So just to dream, allow God to use your imagination to dream 
with him and kind of try and see what it looks like. Cause a lot of times, um, a lot of times we don't get to see that in game, uh, but it happens. And so begin with the end in mind as we begin a new year. Awesome. I sure, yeah, I sure took the scenic route to get to that. Yeah, you did, but that's all right. (laughs) All right. All right, Chris, as we wrap up, how can our listeners find us? Well, they can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash group slash MLA podcast. A lot of fun conversations going on over there. They can also check us out on Twitter, twitter.com slash MLA podcast. We're on Stitcher and Google Play. You can also find us at MLAPodcast.com or email us, MLA at ablazeyouth.org. And please write us a review. It won't take you 30 seconds, and it really will help grow the audience of this podcast. Wonderful. You guys, here at Ministry Leaders Anonymous, we believe that if you want to go quickly, go alone. And if you want to go far, we go together. Take some time this week to pray for another ministry leader. We'll see you all next week on Ministry Leaders Anonymous. God bless.